With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
my way. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and for your love that transcends all understanding, O Father. Thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, that you are with us, O Father, that you are with us today. Thank you for your mercy, O Father. Thank you for your love, O Father. As we come before your presence this morning, O Lord, we want to know your will, O Lord. We want to know your ways, O Father. Father, we, we want to walk in your will, O Lord. And part of walking in your will is knowing your voice, O Father. Father, we want to be obedient children. Following after you with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, and with all our strength, O oh Lord. We don't want to lean to our own understanding, Father. And your word said, O oh Father, that if we hide iniquity in our hearts and we hold iniquity in our hearts that you would not hear from us you would not hear us O oh Lord your word is true O oh Father so we ask O oh Father in the name of your son Yeshua that you will forgive us of our sins when we hold unforgiveness in our heart, it shows in our actions. It shows how we treat that individual person, Father. And if, Father, we have unforgiveness in our heart, your word said that you would not forgive us of our sins, O oh Lord. Father, we want to learn to reverently fear you, O oh Lord. You said the beginning of wisdom is to fear you, O oh Father. And because we have no fear in our hearts, O oh Lord, we, we do what we want to do, say what we want to say. But each man will have to give an account for everything that he does, whether it's good or whether it's bad, O oh Lord. Father, we are living in the days of Noah, where the book of the very first chapter of Romans chapter 1 is being fulfilled, O oh Lord. Men are lovers of themselves, O oh Father God. It's all about self, O oh Lord. And that is not the way of the Spirit. That is not the way of the Holy Spirit. Nor is it the characteristic of Jesus Christ. Jesus said that we must take up our cross daily and follow Him. And that means that we must learn to die to self. To do your will, O Lord God, Jesus gave his life. Not only did he give his life, 
on Calvary. He gave his life to ministering to the lost, to the hurting. He gave his time, his talents, hallelujah, to the work of the ministry. Even with those who had opposed him, Father, he did not retaliate or come up against them, Lord, but he spoke truth, O Lord God. He spoke truth. We're living in a day and age, O Lord, that the body of Christ seems to think that it's okay to walk in the flesh and to live in the flesh. But your word said that no flesh shall glory in your presence. thank you Father that you are teaching us that you are leading us and guiding us into all truth oh Father we thank you Yahweh that we Father want to be men and women that are after your own heart oh Father David, Father, you did not call David a man after your heart, Father, because he was quick to repent. Because there was a time in David's life that he did not, he was not quick to repent. But you said that David was a man after your own heart because he loved your law. Because he was obedient, oh Father, because he loved your people. Hallelujah. So mature as that we will love your people, Lord, your sheep of your pasture. That we will love your law, your word, O oh Father, and not turn aside from it. Help us to be doers of your word, Lord, and not just hearers only. We thank you, Yahweh, for truth you are imparting in our hearts today. We thank you Father. In the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach we pray. Amen and Amen. Hallelujah. Well beloved I'll be right back. I need to get me some water right now. So I'll be right back. Be in prayer.
hallelujah. We just want to enter into your presence this morning, oh Lord. Oh Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Just want to enter into your presence this morning, oh Father God, with thanksgiving and joy. We want our hearts to be right before you, O Lord. Hallelujah. You said, Father, in your word, and I believe it's the book of Isaiah. And you said, these people honor, they, they worship me with their lips. You said in your word, O Lord, but their hearts are far from me. That's what you said in your word, Father. That these people worship me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Father, we don't want to be a people where our hearts are far from you, but we want our hearts to be connected to you, O oh Lord. Show us our ways, O oh Lord. Show us the errors of our ways, O Father, that we may be right with you, O Lord. Father, you said that many will be weeping and gnashing of their teeth when the King returns, O Lord. It's not by what the works that we do, the good deeds that we do, that we find favor with you. But we find favor with you when we obey your commands, O oh Lord. When we desire to be transformed into the image of Christ, this pleases you, O oh Lord. Because it's your desire for us to be transformed into the image of Christ. Father, pierce our hearts that we may know the truth. Reveal the truth to us. For it's not being taught as it should be taught in the body of Christ. We disregard your commands, O oh Lord, because for some reason we seem to think that your commands were nailed to the cross with Christ. When your word said, not only in the Old Testament, as well as in the New Testament, you said that you were going to write your word upon the tables of our heart, that you were going to write your commands, Lord, that you were going to put your commandments in our hearts and in our minds. So, Father, when we have a heart to follow you and we want to follow you and be obedient to what your word says, oh, Father, not turning to the left nor to the right or even leaning to our own understanding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
but we want to be obedient children, oh Lord. Help us, Father. I ask, oh Father, that you would pour my brothers and sisters, pour my brothers and sisters, Lord, out of these churches, oh Lord, that are not teaching the truth, but are teaching error that are not teaching them to walk in the spirit and they would not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Glory to your name, O Lord. You are faithful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Well, beloved, well, good morning to you and welcome to Women of Grace, a voice in the wilderness. Hallelujah. I apologize to you that I got started a little bit late this morning. You know, when, uh, you're, when you're tired, when your body is tired, hallelujah, the alarm goes off and you just want to sleep. And uh, the children were up at six o'clock this morning and they were playing and, and uh, I was slightly awakened. And I told them to take it upstairs. Six o'clock in the morning, beloved. Hallelujah. Wakened by voices by my door. We must, as people, as parents, train up our children in the way that they should go. And because, uh, because many of us have not done our job our part as training our children up to respect their grandparents to respect the, their elders hallelujah we're living in a generation now where the young adults have no respect for their elders have no respect for their parents have no respect for their grandparents and this was foretold in the book of Romans that this was going to happen. So we need to pray for our young adults. That God does not hand them over to a reprobate mind. Because they want to continue to walk down that path. It's a dangerous path. Hallelujah. To walk down. Today we are. We're still. We're in our series. Knowing God's voice. Hallelujah. Knowing God's vo- uh, voice. And come Saturday, Saturday uh, morning, we're going to pick back up in spiritual strategies. We're going to go back to spiritual strategies, but we're going to continue knowing the knowing God's voice throughout the weekday. If you don't know, I have changed the schedule Monday, Wednesday, Wednesdays and Fridays. Hallelujah. We meet at 730 a.m. Pacific time. That would be 930 Central and Eastern time for you guys. Hallelujah. But we are on chapter 3, lesson 3, in knowing the voice of God from our Harvest Time International Institute studies. And the topic is the will of God. We must know the will of God for our lives. Hallelujah. Even though God's word does not change and God does not change. 
hallelujah he does change within each individual person he does not deal with each individual person the same way he does not call everyone the same way and we must understand this many people feel that if you were not saved within a church wall then you're not saved where's that written at in the word of God God does not save everyone the same way he may not save Mr. Brown in a church surrounding Mr. Brown hallelujah may get saved in prison and God raises him up matures him hallelujah to be a mighty man of God he may not save sister Rose in a church building he might decide to send someone across her path on the street to minister the gospel and she she receives Jesus right there on the street hallelujah and then he lead the Holy Spirit leads her to the church where God wants her to be see it's all about the will of God what is the will of God for your life hallelujah in Paul's day many converts hallelujah were saved hallelujah in prison many were saved in prison beloved and we should never put God in a box and even today many are being saved and converted in jail and the religious folks hallelujah seems to feel like they're not because they were in jail we need to begin to look at the will of God God can send forth his spirit to lead a person no matter where they're at no matter what circumstances they're in to receive Christ some get saved in the in 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 the front in their house in their front room watching uh, uh, um, a church uh, program or listening to a radio program we cannot limit God to a building beloved God's will is going to be done throughout the earth and he has called and chosen certain ones and he doesn't deal with us the same hallelujah our key verse for this lesson is coming out of John chapter 6 verse 38 John chapter 6 verse 38 oh hallelujah thank you father thank you father hallelujah John chapter 6 verse 38 reading out of the Amplified Bible reads for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will and purpose but to do the will and purpose of him who sent me Jesus said he did not come down to do his own will 
but to do the will and the purpose of him who sent him. Are you doing the will and the purpose of God? Hallelujah. In your life. Each born again believer. Every born again believer. Is under the great commission. That we are to go forth and make disciples of men. teaching them all that Christ had commanded them. Each born again believer hallelujah is an evangelist. If you want to put, put, a, put a title on someone or anybody the very first thing that all born began believers are to do is to evangelize and we seem to think that that's just for uh, a few of us that that's just for certain people see but if you love God you will be obedient to Christ's command you will want everybody to know about what God has done for you and and how you met Christ on the way and how he saved your life and changed your life all of us are commanded to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ but today we're going to learn hallelujah about God's will Jesus followed the father's will and not his own he did not have his own program. He did not make his own schedule. But he was led by the Holy Spirit. He wanted to do the purpose and will of God. Introduction. This chapter identifies three types of will in operation in the world today. It defines the expression God's will examine the life of Jesus in relation to that will and stresses the importance of the will of God the meaning of will the common meaning of the word will is determined or decided on the basis of the will the will is the power of choice the will is the power of choice. There are three types of will operating in the world today. Now it's interesting how he says that the will is the power of choice. Beloved, don't you know God will not force you to do anything? He will not even force you to teach a Bible class. I have heard ministers say that they really didn't want to do the Bible class but God forced them to that's all flesh God is not going to force you to t teach no Bible class that's not his that's not how he get down that's not he how he operates if he forces you that means he, he's going against your power of choice your will 
and God will not go against your will hallelujah but many are being taught or being instructed under the flesh that God will do these things you know God wants to be your friend he, he wants to he wants you to come and talk to him about things he wants you to ask him questions he wants you to approach him as daddy God but see this is not being taught in the body of Christ many of us are leaning on our own understanding of who God is and how he operates and what he does but God would never go against your will many have this idea that God sent people to hell no beloved God does not send people to hell people send themselves to hell because they refuse to receive Jesus Christ by faith God provided a way of escape but they chose free will not to receive that gift of salvation many in the body of Christ hallelujah will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when Christ comes when he said I never knew you depart from me you worker of iniquity because they chose to continue to live in sin they will not inherit the kingdom of God God doesn't send anybody to hell beloved hell was made and designed for Satan and the demons hallelujah that's what hell was made for it was made for Satan and the fallen angels but it was not designed and made for man Man was not yet created when hell was formed. Man has a free will. The will is the power of choice. There are three types of will operating in our world today. One, self-will. Hallelujah. There's a lot of self-will going on. Hallelujah. In the body of Christ. There's a lot of self-will going on in the body of Christ. This is the will of man. The base, basic selfish nature which desires to walk its own way. When you guide your life by self-will, you make choices on the basis of your will apart from God. The Bible warns about self-will. Turn your swords to Jeremiah chapter 10. Verse 23. Self-will. Hallelujah. We need to die to self. You know selfishness. That is a spirit. And it ain't the spirit. of It's not from God. Being selfish. Thinking about nobody but yourself. Hallelujah. That is a selfish spirit. Self-will. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23 reads, O Lord, plead Jeremiah in the name of the people. I know that the determination of the way of a man is not in himself. 
It is not in man, even in a strong man or in a man at his best, to direct his own steps. Hallelujah. Here Jeremiah said, O Lord, correct, instruct, and chasten me, but with judgment and in just measure, not in your anger, lest you diminish me and bring me to nothing. Jeremiah says that it's not in a man to lead himself, to direct his own steps, the King James Bible says. It is not in us to direct our own steps, beloved. O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself, Jeremiah says. It is not in man that walketh to direct his own steps. It is not in us, beloved, to direct our own steps, but to be directed and led by the Creator through His Spirit. And many are directing their own steps. The Word of God said that a man that findeth a wife finds a good thing. It says the man that finds a wife in our culture today the young women are searching for men and that's a dangerous place to be in hallelujah God has a husband for you God will cause that man to find you see it's certain things that God has changed in but his word does not change hallelujah you will happen to be at the right place at the right time to meet your husband. But we as women are not to be in search of a woman seeking a man. I'm sorry. We are not, as women are not to be seeking a man. Hallelujah. But many young women are doing that today. And I'm not talking about the world, beloved. I'm talking about those in the church. I'm not, I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about those that profess to know Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Self-will is the operation of the fleshly nature of man. Self-will is the operation of the fleshly nature of man. Turn your swords to 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 10. We're going to read that 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 10. Also turn your swords to Psalms chapter 81 and hold your place at verse 12. That's Psalms chapter 81 and verse 12. Hallelujah. I've been called, hallelujah, to minister to the body of Christ. Sometimes God will use me to correct and rebuke. Sometimes he won't. Hallelujah. But the enemy has infiltrated the church with all these false teachers, these false apostles. That's bringing in heresies to the, to the sheep of God. It's a lot of them, beloved. And that are being led astray. 
This is why it's so important that we know the voice of God. To recognize his voice and to know his word. Because the devil is real subtle, beloved. Real subtle. He can take the very word of God. Make it sound so smooth and in the same time twisted at the same time. You have a lot of people, a lot of sheep that sit up under Joel Osteen. He is straight up the devil. Not one time do you even hear him say anything about the word of God, about scripture. You never hear him quote the scripture. But you have many in the body of Christ that's being led astray by this false teacher. Because they refuse to pick up the word of God themselves. They refuse to seek God themselves. Hallelujah. We must be people that pick up the word of God. We must have a desire in our heart to want to know the voice of God. Because there are many voices out here. But there's only one true voice. And that's Yahweh. The great I am that I, I am. He will speak to you when you seek him diligently. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 10 reads out the Amplified and particularly those who walk after the flesh and indulge in the lust of polluting passion and scorn and despise authority presumptuous and daring self-willed and self-loving creatures creatures they scoff at and revile dignitaries glorious ones without trembling whoa hallelujah now this is in the new testament beloved <laughs> hallelujah i'm gonna read it out the king it said but chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government presumptuous are they self-willed they are not afraid to speak evil of deities hallelujah Jude chapter 1 verse 8 reads nevertheless in like manner these dreamers also corrupt the body scorn and reject authority and government and revile and label and scoff at heavenly glories the glorious ones hallelujah we need to be careful beloved even when it comes to spiritual warfare even when it comes to talking about Satan we need to be careful how we even handle that the word of God said that the angel Michael hallelujah was in a, a, a fight over Moses body with Satan now the archangel Michael did not even throw railing accusations at Satan but he said the Lord rebukes you now this is an angel beloved that's higher than ourselves in rank that God uses hallelujah as a great warrior did not even throw at him railing accusations 
did not inform him about who he was and where he was going but he just simply said the Lord rebukes you we need to be careful on how we speak concerning spiritual warfare he says that they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities talking about those in the heavenly realm this is not talking about those the natural realm beloved we must understand that hallelujah talking about the glorious ones heavenly glories we need to be careful how we how we talk what we say out our mouths concerning the enemy we don't want to be self will even in that area hallelujah the bible records the results of self will in psalms chapter 81 in psalms chapter 81 and verse 12 which reads out of the amplified bible so I gave them up to their own heart's lust and let them go after their own stubborn will that they might follow their own counsel. See, we don't want that to happen. Hallelujah. I don't want God to give me up to follow my own stubborn way. Hallelujah. I, I don't want God to hand me over to my own lust after my own stubborn will to follow my own counsel hallelujah but this is gonna this will happen hallelujah that for those that continue to follow in self will see see God is not playing beloved he's not playing it's real if you want to continue to walk in self will go right on ahead Acts chapter 7 verse 42 reads out the Amplified but God turned away from them and delivered them up to worship and serve the host stars of heaven as it is written in the book of the prophets did you really offer to me slain beasts and sacrifices for 40 years in the wilderness desert O house of Israel now he allowed the children of Israel hallelujah to go ahead and continue to serve the hosts of heaven these were his chosen people what makes you so special that he would not withdraw himself hallelujah let's read verse 43 no you took up the tent the portable temple of Moloch and carried it with you Moloch was an idol that the children of Israel that God delivered them up to worship and serve the host the stars of heaven and this was Moloch this was an idol a demonic deity that they were worshiping and it said that he said you took up the tent the portable temple of Moloch and carried it with you and the star of the god Rampha 
the images which you yourselves made that you might worship them and I will remove you carrying you away into exile beyond Babylon and that's why the children of Israel was in bondage to Babylon they turned their face away from the true and living God and they started to worship these gods Molech and the god of Rampant R-E-P-H-A-N there are many idols today beloved in our culture today just because it doesn't look like a big old giant idol standing there in front of you that you can see with your physical eyes there are idols that we have in our hearts hallelujah music can be an idol Beyonce can be an idol and she's a lot of people's idol in the body of Christ setting up idols in our hearts we don't want to be led into captivity because we refuse to repent of these idols and turn back to God hallelujah Acts chapter 14 verse 16 said in generations past he permitted all the nations to walk in their own ways God will permit you to walk in your own way he is not going to come against your will beloved Romans chapter 1 verse 24 says therefore God gave them up in the lust of their own hearts to sexual impurity to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves abandoning them to the degrading power of sin hallelujah for this reason verse 26 God gave them over and abandoned them to vile affections and degrading passions for their women exchanged their natural function for an unnatural and an abnormal one are we not living in this time today are we not living in the days of Noah? Hallelujah. Where sin was rapid in his time. Do we not are we not seeing the city of Sodom and Gomorrah being formed in the United States of America? Hallelujah. We do not want to get in that place where God hands us over to our own self-will. That's a dangerous place, hallelujah, to be in. Because there is no turning back. There is no salvation when God gives you over. When he gives you up. Hallelujah. Sin, suffering, and trouble in the world today are all results of man living in disobedience to the will of God David speaks of self will operating in the lives of wicked men Psalms chapter 27 verse 12 reads deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies for false witnesses are risen up against me and such as breathe out cruelty David is crying do not deliver me over into the hands of my enemies he said false witnesses people that are speaking lies against me are, has risen up against me and they're breathing out cruelty hallelujah 
These are people that operate in self-will that are in the body of Christ. That they will speak lies against a brother and sister out of their mouths. Hallelujah. And won't even remember that they did it. Now that's the, the wild thing about it. They will speak untruth, beloved, about a brother and sister and won't even remember that it they said it. That's the work of the enemy. The Bible states that leaders in the church should not be self-willed. Let's go to Titus. Titus. Hallelujah. Titus chapter 1 verse 7. Titus chapter 1 verse 7. It reads out of the Amplified for the bishop and overseer as God's steward must be blameless, self, not self-willed or arrogant or presumptuous. He must not be quick-tempered or given to drink or browling violent. He must not be grasping and greedy for filthy lure, financial gain. But many in the body of Christ are totally doing the opposite of what Titus chapter 1 verse 7 says. These are commands, beloved, for leaders in the church. Satan's will too. Satan's will. Satan has a will. He desires to destroy all that is good in your life. Jesus warned Peter about this in Luke chapter 22 verse 31. Turn to Luke chapter chapter 22 verse 31. Satan has a will and it is his desire to destroy all everything that's good in your life beloved. Jesus warned Peter about this. Here in Luke chapter 22 verse 31, reading out the Amplified Bible, he says, Simon, Simon, Peter, listen. It's an exclamation point on that, y'all. He says, Simon, Simon, Peter, listen. Satan has asked excessively that all of you be given up to him out of the power and keeping of God that he might sift all of you like grain. Hear, hear, hear what he's asking y'all. This is Jesus speaking. He says Satan has asked excessively that all of you be given up to him out of the power and keeping of God that he might sift all of you like grain. He just can't come and do any old thing that he want to do to you. He has to get permission. Because those that are born again of water and the spirit. Are kept under the power and keeping of God. Hallelujah. It just said that. Out of the amplified of course. It said the power and keeping out of the power and keeping of God. So when things happen in our life it could be for two reasons one God has allowed it or two we are walking in self will and put ourselves in that situation Job 
if you read Job chapter 1 verse 6 through 12 hallelujah here it says that now there was a day when the sons the angels of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan the adversary and accuser also came among them and the Lord said to Satan from where did you come did Satan and then Satan answered the Lord from going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down on it and the Lord said to Satan have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth a blameless and upright man one who reverently fears God and abstains from and shuns evil because it is wrong then Satan answered the Lord does Job reverently fear God for nothing have you not put a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side you have conferred prosperity and happiness upon him in the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land but put forth your hand now and touch all that he has and he will cause you to he will curse you to your face and the Lord said to Satan the adversary and the accuser behold all that he has is in your power only upon the man himself put not forth your hand so Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord beloved let's let's make it clear let's make it plain sometimes people go through things because God allows it hallelujah because Satan is challenging God concerning you and God allows Satan to try you and to test your faith Job didn't do anything God said he was upright hallelujah he eschewed evil because it was wrong hallelujah and God blessed him but Satan challenged God and told him Has, do not Job fear you for nothing look at all that you have given unto him take all that away from him now and I guarantee you that he's going to curse you in your face so God allowed him you don't have to do anything wrong beloved to experience tribulations and troubles in your life simply because you are a child of God you are going to be tried and tested by the enemy and God allows it hallelujah Satan wants to sift all that is good out of your life Jesus said in John chapter 10 verse 10 that the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy I am come that they may have life and that they might have it more abundantly we have life and security in Christ the Messiah hallelujah Paul said some believers are taken captive by the will of Satan turn to 2nd Timothy chapter 2 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verse 26 that some believers are taken captive by the will of Satan let's go up to verse 25 and then we'll read it to verse 26 that's 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verse 25 and 26 reads out the Amplified he must correct his opponents with courtesy and gen gen gentleness 
in the hope that God may grant that they will repent and come to know the truth that they will perceive and recognize and become accurately acquainted with and acknowledge it and that they may come to their senses and escape out of the snare of the devil having been held captive by him henceforth to do God's will hallelujah let's go let's read verse 24 hallelujah and the servant of the Lord must not be quarrelsome fighting and contending instead he must be kindly to everyone mal-tempered preserving the bond of peace he must be a skilled and suitable teacher patient and forbearing and willing to suffer wrong he must correct his opponents with courtesy and gentleness in the hope that God may grant that they will repent and come to know the truth that they will perceive and recognize and become accurately acquainted with and acknowledge it and that they may come to their senses talking about believers beloved that are arguing that is bickering that is fighting they refuse hallelujah to yield to God and escape out of the snare of the devil having them been held captive by him henceforth to do his God's will Paul said that some believers are taken captive by the will of Satan some believers are taken captive by the will of Satan. Why? Because they're being self-willed. Hallelujah. The King James reading that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. That the leaders are to pray for them. Constantly to correct them in gentleness, not harshness and bitterness, beloved. That they may come to their senses. You know, many of the believers will leave, will leave a, a backslidden saint. They will leave them to themselves. They will leave them to themselves. They won't even try to correct them. They won't even try to draw them back to the fold, but will leave them to themselves. That some believers can be captive by the will of Satan and three God's will the third will operating in the world is the will of God this is the subject of our study the meaning of God's will the New Testament was originally written in, written in the Greek language in Greek there are two terms used for the word will in reference to the will of God we must understand this beloved that the, the, the Bible that we have today was written in Hebrew, Greek and Aramaic and they have meanings that don't even correspond to the American meaning the English meaning of the word we must understand that hallelujah one word is bulelema b-o-u-l-e-m-a which refers to God's sovereign will 
this is his predetermined plan for everything that happens in the universe this type of God's will is fulfilled regardless of decisions made by man it is his master plan for the world his sovereign will he says is fulfilled regardless of decisions made by man it is his master plan for the world God's will in your life hallelujah God has a sovereign will for your life and it's going to come to pass irregardless of any decisions that you make is what he's saying hallelujah he has a sovereign will the bolama will of God does not require the cooperation of man in the bolama will of God the outcome is predetermined the outcome is predetermined the bolama b-o-u-l-e-m-a will of God is written in his word and is quite clear there is no need to seek this will of God because it is revealed in the Bible the other word the lima the lima refers to God's desire for man to experience and live in his will it refers to his individual it refers to his individual plan or will for each man and woman and up in order for God to fulfill his the Lima will it requires your cooperation you have the power to choose whether or not you will walk in the the Lima or individual will of God for your life it is this this the Lima T-H-E-L-E-M-A will or God's will for you as an individual to which we refer when we speak of seeking God's will. One other type of God's will is the moral will of God. Commandments revealed in the written word of God which teach how believers should live. One other type of God's will is the moral will of God commandments revealed in the written word of God which teach how believers should live the individual and sovereign wills of God for man never conflicts with the moral will of God as revealed in his word the following chart summarizes the various meanings of the will of God the sovereign will the individual will and the moral will the sovereign will God's predetermined plan for the universe individual will God's detailed plan for each individual moral will the moral commands revealed in the written word of God which teach teach how we should believe and live sovereign will unaffected by the decision of man individual will affected by the decisions of man and moral will the individual will of God in harmony with his moral will 
Jesus and God's will. God's will was the chief center of Jesus doing his earthly ministry. He declared in John chapter 6 verse 39, For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. God's will was to bring men and women into right relationship with him. In John chapter 6 verse 38 it reads, And this is the Father's will which had sent me, that all of all which he had given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. John chapter 6 verse 40, And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him, may have everlasting life and I will raise him up at the last day. The purpose of God's life was to fulfill God's will. Even as a child, Jesus was concerned with God's doing. Jesus was concerned with doing God's will. When he was in the temple and his parents came looking for him, Jesus said in Luke chapter 2 verse 49, Wist wis ye not that I must be about my father's business? Jesus was but a child when he said this, beloved. He was about his father's business. The secret of his spiritual strength was found in doing God's will. The secret of his spiritual strength was found in doing God's will. You would not find God's you would not find spiritual strength in doing your own will, being self-willed, but you would find strength in doing the will of God. Jesus said in John chapter 4, verse 34, Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of God him that sent me, and to finish his work. When we set our hearts, beloved, to do the will of God, to be about the Father's business. The Lord will, you will get a spiritual strength, hallelujah, in your spirit, man, that you won't, you can go without eating for days, hallelujah, because you're receiving your meat from God. God will feed your spirit, man. See, man does not live on bread alone. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And God will strengthen you when you have a heart and a mind to do the will of God to be about his business. Not your own, not having your own schedule, not having your own agenda. But having the agenda of God, doing the will of God. This verse reveals his concern with finishing God's work through his life and ministry. The power evident in Christ's earthly ministry is related to the will of God. John chapter 5 verse 30 reads, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. See, even when it comes to judging others, beloved, we must judge according to God's will. Hallelujah. 
we must hear and recognize the voice of God in order to judge and he said my judgment is just because I seek not my own will we must not judge others out of our own will out of our own perceptions of what you we think they should be or how we think they should be but we hallelujah must judge a just judgment and we must hear the voice of God speaking to our hearts the word of God said you shall not commit adultery and if you know someone that is committing adultery that's just judgment because the word of God said that you shall not commit adultery but we are to have compassion and love hallelujah for that individual glory to God Christ's words and deeds were not his own he spoke and acted according to the father's will John 7 verse 16 read my doctrine is not mine but he is that sent me John 14 verse 24 reads the word which ye hear is not mine but the father's John 8 verse 28 reads I do nothing of myself but as my father has taught me John 5 verse 30 I seek not my own will but the will of the father which has sent me are we seeking the will of the father beloved are you seeking the will of the father for your life are you seeking to do his will and his will alone meaning that you must die to yourself different people have been assigned to us and because we don't know that we want to push them off on other people but God assigned that individual to you that was his will at the time for you to minister to that individual to pray for and with that individual not to hand them off to someone else to do the work each one of us have an assignment and our assignments are different God allow people in our lives hallelujah because he wants us to minister to them but half the time we, we push them off on someone else hallelujah to do that work when God has assigned a certain individual to your life for you to pray for and to pray with glory to God even as he faced death for crucifixion Jesus by crucifixion Jesus prayed in Matthew chapter 26 verse 39 oh father if it is possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as I will but as thou wilt Jesus was willing to die if it was God's will for him to do so Jesus was willing to die if it was God's will for him to do so hallelujah hallelujah the life of Jesus is a perfect example of absolute conformity to the sovereign moral and individual will of God the life of Jesus is a perfect example of absolute conformity to the sovereign 
moral and individual will of God and this is where God wants us to be he said in his word that we be transformed not to be transformed by the world not to be conformed to the image of this world but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind he says that he wants us to be transformed into the image of Christ he said let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus Jesus life was in perfect harmony to God's sovereign will to God's moral will and to individual will he did what the father commanded him to do it wasn't even about Jesus he died to self hallelujah <clears throat> and that's a place where most of us need to die to self Jesus was fully man and fully God can you imagine hallelujah how God Jesus had to come against that flesh that wanted to rise up to myself will we seem to think because Jesus was God that he didn't face any type of trials or temptations I don't know where we get that thought from but he had to fight he had to come against his own will he said not my will but yours be done hallelujah Christ was fully man he, he identified himself with man we must see that beloved he identified himself with fallen nature man the flesh the same battles that we come up against Christ came up against and he overcame he did not sin if Christ can do it so can we and he was fully man we seem to think that he was God oh wow he still had his deity in him he still he still had he was still on the throne he still had no beloved Christ gave up his deity the word of God said he stripped himself he took off his robe he laid down his crown he put down his scepter and he came into this world as flesh it said the word became flesh he was fully man he experienced everything that the human nature experienced every temptation that the enemy throws our way he experienced but because he had he had the desire to do the will of God and only the will of God God strengthened him and he overcame the enemy that's why he was victorious he was fully man and he left us an example that's why the word of God said let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus was to do the father's will the importance of God's will God's will is important because one it determines your eternal destiny your eternal destiny depends on God 
on doing God's will. You must respond positively to God's plan of redemption for your life. Matthew chapter 7 verse 14 reads, Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Matthew 7:21 Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. 1 John chapter 2 verse 17 And the world the world passeth away and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. We must do the will of God, beloved. Hallelujah. In Galatians chapter uh, chapter 5 verses 19 to 21, it tells you who will not inherit the kingdom of God. We can know the will of God by reading the gospels, by reading the epistles. You can know the will of God. It was revealed to us through the letters that Paul wrote, through the letters that John wrote, through the letters that Peter and James and them wrote. You can know the will of God his sovereign will and his word his will for your life it is the basis of your relationship with God your relationship to Jesus is based on doing his will Matthew Mark chapter 3 verse 35 turn there Matthew chapter 3 I'm sorry Mark chapter 3 verse 35 and Matthew's chapter 12 verse 50 hold your place there Mark chapter 3 verse 35 reads out the Amplified for whoever does the things God wills is my brother and sister and mother whoever does the things God's wills is my brother and my sister and my mother. Matthew chapter 12 verse 46 through 50 reads, Jesus was still speaking to the people when behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside seeking to speak to him. Someone said to him, listen, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak to you. But he replied to the man who told him, who is my mother and who are my brothers and straightening out his hand toward not only the twelve disciples but all his adherents he said all those that was in attendance he said here are my mother and my brothers for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and my sister and my mother hallelujah we want to do the will of God he says whoever does the will of my it provides direction God's will is important because you are incapable of directing your own way Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23 reads, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. You lack the ability to guide your own steps. 
without God's guidance you go on your own way and stray from the plan of God Isaiah chapter 53 verse 6 reads all we like sheep have gone astray we have turned everyone to his own way Hallelujah. I am definitely running out of time and and this has more. This chapter, chapter 3 has a little bit more to teach than uh chapter 1 and 2. So, uh it is Hallelujah. It is 8:55 right now. Hallelujah. I'm going to continue on cuz I don't want to go over my time. Hallelujah. The will of God, it provides knowledge of the future. God is the only one who not who, with knowledge of the future. He knows the snares of Satan that await you. He knows the future of the economic, economic and political system. He knows what events await you in the future. Isaiah chapter 46 verse 9 through 10 reads, I am God. And there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done. Man is able to function in the present and recall the past. Man is able to function in the present and recall the past. He can also plan for the future, but God is the only one with actual knowledge of the future. Some people think Satan has foreknowledge of the future. He does not, beloved. If he did, he never would have he would have he, if if Satan had foreknowledge, beloved, he would have never motivated the crucifixion of Jesus if he had foreknowledge of the future. He would have been able to look into the future and see that by this act, redemption from sin would become a reality. Satan only knows what God chooses to reveal about the future to him. For example, Satan knows that his eternal destiny is hell because God revealed it to it, revealed it. He revealed this to Satan. It is commanded that you know it. It is commanded that we know it. Knowing God's will is also important because you are commanded to know and do it. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 reads, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 6 as the servant of Christ doing the will of God from the heart God desires your obedience to his will more than he desires your sacrifices or praises God desires your obedience to his will more than he desires your sacrifices or praises 1 Samuel chapter 5 verse 22 I'm sorry 1st Samuel chapter 15 verse 22 to 23 reads and Samuel said hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord behold to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams 
for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as as iniquity and idolatry he was talking to king saul when god commanded him to kill everyone from from the greatest to the least to all the animals he was to destroy everything I can't remember what king that he was coming up against but he was he was supposed to kill them Samuel came and he said I hear what is this this the sheeps were bad bad in the background Samuel said what is this band that I hear in the background didn't God tell you to destroy everything oh but Saul listened to the people Saul was self-willed God desires your obedience over sacrifice over your praise See, you can praise God all day long in the church and still be disobedient he desires your will God wants you to stand perfect and complete in his will God desires your obedience to his will more than he desires your sacrifices or praise. Doing the will of God is more important to him than your praise, than your sacrifices, than your good works, than your good deeds. Be doing the will of God. And in order for you to do the will of God, you must know God's will for your life you must know his sovereign will the moral will and individual will hallelujah at the uh, Colossians chapter 4 verse 12 reads Ephraim who is one of you a servant of Christ salute you always laboring fervently for you in prayers that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God we are commanded to be perfect and to stand in the will of God it results in doctrinal soundness it results when we do the will of God it results in doctrinal soundness Jesus said in John chapter 7 verse 17 if any man would do his will he shall know of the doctrine whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself if you do God's will as it is revealed to you then you will develop spiritual maturity in judging sound doctrine this will prevent you from being deceived by false teaching let me read that again beloved if you do God's will as it is revealed to you then you will develop spiritual maturity in judging sound doctrine this will prevent you from being deceived by false teaching as I said beloved I was following this apostle I was listening to this apostle and I ceased to follow after yesterday when um, I was listening to a broadcast of hers I can't think of her name apostle somebody 
and uh, she was talking about being born again and when she said that the born when we were born again our flesh was regenerated our flesh was born again too the Holy Spirit quickly said that is incorrect that is false teaching your flesh did not become born again beloved your spirit and your soul was regenerated your spirit hallelujah was regenerated was made alive through your faith in Christ and the Holy Spirit came in to infuse himself with your spirit the only thing that was born again beloved was your spirit your soul man is in the process of salvation your flesh was not born again your flesh was not regenerated this is why Paul said that we must crucify the flesh hallelujah see when we are doing the will of God as God reveals it to us we are our spirit man is being developed matured maturely and then we won't be deceived by false teaching hallelujah because the word of God is in us hallelujah it results in answered prayer it results in answered prayer when you are living in the will of God you can pray with confidence that your requests will be answered first John chapter 3 verse 22 reads and whatsoever we ask we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight hallelujah notice he said that God answers us because we keep his commandments I want to read that out the Amplified Bible it reads 1st John chapter 3 verse 22 and we receive from him whatever we ask because we watchfully obey his orders observe his suggestions and injections follow his plan for us and habitually practice what is pleasing to him hallelujah he said and whatsoever we ask we receive of him because we keep his commandments we observe his suggestions we obey his orders and injections we follow his plan for us and do those things that are pleasing in his sight and habitually practice what is pleasing to him John chapter 9 verse 31 John chapter 9 verse 31 reads out of the King James now we know that God heareth not sinners but if any man be a worshiper of God he doeth his will him he hear it out of the amplified we know that God does not listen to sinners but if anyone is God fearing and a worshiper of him does his will he listens to remember I told you that sin separates your relationship with God and if you hide iniquity in your God the word of God said David said that God will not hear you many people are living a life of sin and they're praying the only prayer that God will hear out of the lips of a sinner hallelujah is confession of their sin 
accepting Christ as their Messiah truly in their heart and forsaking their sin. God does not hear the prayers of sinners. He doesn't. Hallelujah. He doesn't hear the prayers of sinners, beloved. If you are hiding iniquity in your heart, if you have sin in your heart, that you're determined to do your will and not God's will, your prayers are in vain. Get your relationship reconnected with God. And when you pray, he will hear you. Hallelujah. When you begin to do his will, he will hear you. 1 John chapter 5, verse 17 says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Hallelujah. If you are in sin, beloved, sin separates your relationship with God. Sin separates your relationship with God. If you are in a relationship and you're not married with that individual and you're sleeping together, that's fornication. That is sin. God will not hear your prayers because you are separated from him. Sin separates you from God. If you are in a relationship and you're married and that other individual person is married, you're committing adultery. God will not hear your prayers. That sin of adultery is keeping you separated from your God. You must repent and turn away from that sin and do the will of God. Hallelujah. Now, if it's meant for you guys to be together, hallelujah, God, that's in God's sovereign. If it's in God's sovereign plan, you will be together. But you do not want to break God's commandment. You do not want sin to separate your relationship with God. Forsake it, turn away from it, repent from it, ask God for forgiveness. Be reconnected to God, hallelujah, because sin definitely separates you from God and God would not hear your prayer. Anything that you do in, in effort to the kingdom of God will not be noticed because of sin in your life. And that's the truth, beloved. Hallelujah. Other people will tell you, oh, it's okay for you to live a life of sin. God will forgive. Oh, yeah. They're lying to you. Sin separates your relationship with God. And if your relationship with God is separated, he's not hearing your prayers. Blessings will actually, will actually pursue you. Blessing. When we do the will of God, blessings will actually pursue pursue us. Deuterometry chapter twenty eight, verses one and two reads, and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to serve and to do His commandments, which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God now this is this is a universal promise as well as an individual promise 
The United States of America was blessed when our presidents was following the will of God. If you know anything about America's history, the United States of America was blessed because the, the presidents in leadership were following the will of God. These presidents today, hallelujah, have brought so much curse and judgment upon America because they refuse to follow the will of God. Hallelujah. It helps you avoid chastisement. On tomorrow, we're gonna um, we're gonna continue about the will of God. Uh, no, let me finish this one sec. Yeah, uh, on tomorrow we're gonna continue talking about the will of God. Uh, it will this will be part B will part B part A B, B this is part A. Hallelujah! Part this is knowing God's voice part three. And tomorrow, part 3A, tomorrow we're going to pick up on part 3B. And this is listed up under, hallelujah, the will of God. Knowing the will of God to do His will. Hallelujah. When we do the will of God, beloved, we are blessed. But in order to do the will of God, we must know God's will. And that comes from knowing the word of God. Being obedient to the word of God. You can go to church 365 days out of a year, beloved. And still be lost. It is doing the will of God, hallelujah, that pleases him. That, that you can be as David was, a man after God's own heart. We must be doers of the word, not just hearers only. And another thing is, is that our relationship must be right with God. We must confess all sin and forsake it. Whatever God reveals to you, you must either repent and forsake that sin or yield to the Lord. Many on the body of Christ, beloved. Many young people are living in sin and think that God is hearing their prayers. No, he's hearing the prayer of your grandmother. He's hearing the prayer of your mother. He's hearing the prayer of other people that are praying for you. Sin separates you from God. Sin has separated you from your God. And he is not going to hear your prayer. The only prayer that he will hear out of your mouth is a prayer of repentance and asking for forgiveness. Truly from the heart. See, God knows when we truly repent from our hearts. When we are truly sorry for our sin. God knows it. He knows it. And we must be sincere, hallelujah, in our repentance. Not just saying, oh, I'm so, you know, like most people do things against you. And they say, oh, if I've done anything to harm you or hurt you, please, uh, please forgive me. To me, that's not repentance. To me, that's not asking for forgiveness. To me, forgiveness, asking for forgiveness is addressing what you have done. 
and asking that person for forgiveness. God requires for us to confess our sins, addressing our sins to him. And the word of God said that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you're having difficulty forsaking that man or that woman, ask God to help you. Because it ain't worth you being. That man or that woman is not worth you losing your soul over. Well, we're going to meet on Friday and we're going to pick up where we left off on in um, Knowing the Voice of God, part three of part part 3b on it helps us to avoid chastisement knowing the will of God what is the will of God we're going to pick up on that on Friday morning at 7 at 7 30 a.m pacific time father we just thank you for your word on today lord I just ask oh father that you would just minister to the hearers oh lord Father, that they will come to know what your will is, O Father. Your sovereign will, your moral will, and their individual will, O Lord God. Your individual will for their life. Father, I ask, O Father, if there's any sin in our hearts that we may not even know of, Lord God, we we ask for forgiveness right now any sins father that is separating us from you that you would show it to us reveal it to us oh lord that we may ask for forgiveness that we may may confess our sins before you oh lord and we have this promise that you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness father we pray for those that are have not yet arrived to that revelation of sin, Lord, separating them from you. We pray for them, Lord, that you would touch their hearts, minister to their heart, Lord, that the relationships that they're in, O oh Father, that is not according to your will, Father, is separating them from you. We ask, O oh Father, that you would have mercy upon them and that you would speak to their hearts and draw them back to you, that they may confess that sin, repent, and turn away from that sin and back unto you, O oh Lord. Many of us are deceived, O oh Father. Open up the eyes of our understanding, Lord, that we may truly understand what the desire of your will is for our lives, O Lord, for the church, O Lord, for the whole body corporately and individually. That we, Father, may begin to provoke one another to love. That we will be obedient to your word, obedient to your commandments, O Lord. That we may not hinder our blessings, O Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for truth and your righteousness. In the name of your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, beloved, may God bless you. May God keep you. May God's face shine upon you. 
as you continue to seek his face by sitting at his feet and learning from him. Until Friday morning, God bless you and Shalom. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.